0: I have almost failed in anything I have done, anything.
1: You're listening to Gerald, a self-published poet, author, and playwright. This is one of those instances where our story actually finds you. We were sitting there after a production meeting, feeling very flat, you know, about to go home. We packed up our laptops and he just walked up to us, offered to sell us these books, and we bought out the microphone. This is Lulu, and you're listening to Real Talk 256.
0: Uh, Initially, I thought of being a medical doctor, but along the way, I, I didn't make it straight.
1: What he means by not making it straight is that he tried so many things. Initially, Gerald wanted to go into medical school, but he failed to complete it. So he tried different other things, like starting a laboratory. Selling bathing sponges, he had an orange farm at some point, a fish pond and even tried his hand at brick making.
0: I looked at myself, an entrepreneur who needs to see he adds something into his life through his talents. So I couldn't wait, I had to break through and begin as a self-publisher.
1: A real life event inspired Gerald to write his first book. He's always had a love for literature from a young age and felt that after all his failures, it was his time to break through.
0: Yeah, I was inspired by a true story. How a friend of mine got to find out that there was something strange in his community. A character is killed and forgiveness had to go through the dead body. So time for calling the dead body and inquiring from the dead body, about them being forgiven. That's what inspired my first book, The Dead Man Drawers.
1: He's not even so, kidding about that inspiration. It's a real-life event that happened somewhere in his village.
0: So um, I'm reading the first page. Uh, chapter one. It's bad news again for my family this time. I lost two of my children and their mother a decade ago. And I cannot afford to lose a joke and a kill or two. We must do something. Dibola recounted to his two brothers and one sister, Olum, Pokot, and Atim. Eh, Dibola, things have not been easy for me. Having been at the steering wheel of papa's transportation business, I have suffered setbacks and losses. Do you know what has been happening to me on my way to and from Labilatu?
1: Gerald has so far published two books and a play. How many books have you sold?
0: At the moment, ever since I started, uh, I think I've sold uh, up to 1,500 copies.
1: So Gerald actually has his books on Amazon, but his audience doesn't always have internet access. So what he decided to do instead is go door to door, approaching strangers in bars, in restaurants, businesses with his books. And he is constantly faced with rejection. The reason he did this is because he hoped to get enough money to go back to medical school. This really hit a with me because here I am sitting trying to get money from strangers to go to Oxford and study a creative writing course, not just for myself, but to like critique literature of people like Gerald and for him, he's walking door to door, you know, door to door tentatively talking to strangers. And I thought for a second, like, am I doing enough? But the thing is, it's not about whether you've done enough. It's about whether you've done enough with the opportunities that you've been given. Gerald has not led the sort of life that allows him to give up easily.
0: Mm, My childhood was uh, not that simple. I lost my father when I was six years old. Mm, I was brought up by a mother. I call her a strong mother. One day when my mother went to the garden and she met Solias, uh, Solias slapped my mother. What she did was to return back the slap. So when when I remember that I always look at my mother as a fighter, a strong person, she has always not encouraged me to be a failure. At certain time when when everything almost felt like I was not in progress, I had to remember my mother as a strong person and I had to look for various ways of how to rise up. Mm. That's how I even came up to write.
1: But more so, Gerald's mother has even been a source of direct influence to his stories.
0: Part of my stories have been contributed by my mother. Because in my book you find a character comes home and there is no food but this man, being the man of the home, decides to eat from outside, his pork then comes and vomits to the children and the children begin picking the pieces. The mother who sees the children decides to commit suicide. That's a story told to me by my mother having been a, 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 a female activist.
1: That story aside, this is where things started to turn a little bit strange.
0: Have you ever heard of someone sleeping and you find there's a snake under your mattress? No. That is what you would expect to know about me.
1: Are you the snake under the mattress or the person? What happened?
0: No, uh, it is a very rare kind of thing. You discover that uh, there is a person related to you who is demon-possessed.
1: Yeah, are we talking about witchcraft? What's happening?
0: Yes. Then...
1: So, you woke up one day and there was a snake under your mattress.
0: I woke up one day saucepans were dancing in the house.
1: Okay, like just moving in the air?
0: Not moving in the air. Okay, you like you were sleeping, but first of all, in the house saucepans are dancing.
1: What I find strange about some people is how easily they are ready to use witchcraft as an explanation for misfortune. But you know what, I always want to understand it from a very logical point of view. So I pushed Gerald for more.
0: I got up, said in Jesus' name, Jesus, I ask you to lengthen the power of this cane up to where everything is. So I strike the flow in Jesus' name and I hear the, person's, the the person's voice sounding from outside. Five times, it was one of the most strange things. Then as we went on, we discovered the hissing sound was under the mattress. So I was actually planning to write a snake under the mattress as my title, but because the first title became so strange to people, I wanted to hide it as tears of an African sun,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go back. When was the first time you saw this snake, and what's happening?
0: Physical manifestations. Physical manifestations uh, are so rare. But uh, I've always felt them. I've always felt uh, interactions with uh, with such things, spirits. For
1: Gerald, this conviction goes back to a time before he was even born, after his grandmother received a vision about him.
0: Years ago, my great-grandmother goes to a fortune teller, and uh, they receive something like an oracle. Gerald is born. Uh, Gerald's destiny has been foretold and you find that something is planted you just don't know how by coincidence to try to eliminate Gerald so that the destiny is not achieved maybe it's taking me to fulfill the oracle that has been spoken before i was born so
1: while Gerald wouldn't tell us what exactly the Oracle was, he's determined to live a life that goes against any limitations coming his way.
0: Ugandans don't believe that Ugandans can can become great like the Chinua Chebes. Yeah, first of all, they need to make Ugandans believe in what they are doing. Yeah, because you find even schools are studying works from outside. If they were studying works from inside, yeah. That would inspire them. But anyway, now I managed to sell books to some school, and they're helping me start off.
1: So there you are. That's the story of Gerald. This story for me, is a, it's not about belief in witchcraft or his religion, or even his mother. It's the belief in himself, you know? And every experience that he has gone through has brought him to this moment. And I'm very sure it was very, very inspirational to meet him. And I'm sure that he's going to do a lot more amazing things.
0: Fear. Everyone trembles. When the lords roar to whoever dares to speak. Even the bold speakers are immediately choked with a piece of heavy cake. A bottle of champagne like wine. Have you ever imagined how much your integrity costs anyway? This is what is happening in my country. Gerald Malinga is an author, playwright, and poet. This is Lulu, and you
1: just listened to Real Talk to Five Six. Keep listening. We have some more great stories coming.